Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. This is Danny and Dusty. It's not your problem, Doc. You don't have to mix up in this. That is a hell of a thing for you to say to me. With Danny Meringue and Dusty, the Fan Man Hera. Go ahead. Go ahead, skin it. Skin that smoke wagon and see what happens. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. I'm your Huckleberry. The Fan. Hour number three of Danny and Dusty on this Friday. Thanks for being a part of our day. Uh, We have tomorrow the start of the XFL season, huh? Are you hyped? Now, do we call this the third season of the XFL? Or is this the inaugural season of the XFL 3.0? Is there one we don't count? The third iteration of the XFL? I thought they were actually on to something the last time. You did? I did a little bit. The well, one co- that got canceled? Well, co- no, like, the, <laughs> like building towards it was COVID. Didn't. Yeah, COVID undid them all. COVID didn't, didn't. I mean, it was a failing, Had a hand in it. It was a failing uh, uh, task to begin with. But, yeah, they they were on to something. They had the Sky Judge in the last one. Look, the AAF, the USFL, and the XFL's resurgence, all three of those one, the AAF was just like, I mean, you want to talk about a, a scam. That was a scam. Like they had no, no solid footing financially at yeah, all. They just basically mm-hmm. never had them and appeared as if they were. Um, is that good? No. Uh, the USFL is coming back again. No, oh, Mike Riley's back as a coach of the New Jersey Generals. Isn't there like a coach that everyone knows at every for every team? Like there's no I think, guys breaking well, in, especially in the XFL. There, the XFL coming back, they do. I mean, Bob Stoops is back as head coach of the the Renegades. Mm-hmm. Heinz Ward, I think, is coaching the team. Uh, they they got a lot of coaches that that you go, oh oh. Some of them are, uh, but a lot of them, like yeah, you have a lot of name recognition recognition for Wade sure. Wade Phillips in Houston. The yeah, Wade Phillips, Terrell Buckley. Yeah. Houston uh, Roughnecks. Reggie Barlow. Jim Hazlitt. Well, yeah. I mean, that's not blowing anybody's hair back yeah. right there, but... Uh, but you, again, a name you know. Yeah, a name you, you, do, you do know it. Anthony Becht and then uh, Rod Woodson, head yeah. coach of the Vegas Vipers. So you know, you know all these guys. Oh. Um, all right. We've got some rule changes, though, that I actually... I hope the NFL is keeping an eye on, and I hope, I hope they... Start instituting some of them. How about this one? Um, they have uh, uh, they're offering a coach's challenge in the XFL one time per game to any possible play, including judgment penalties. 
Okay. So this includes like pass interference, but you only get one of them that you can say, no, that was definitely not a hold or that was not a pass interference. Like in the Super Bowl, we could have had the, you could see Nick Sirianni throwing a flag and saying, go and review that juju uh, holding penalty. Mm -hmm. Go and tell me that that was enough. You get one play per game that they can go and review. Do you like that? Like in judgment, regardless of circumstance, no restrictions. Yeah, I do. No, but you only get one, and it's use it or lose it. Yes, I do. I do too. That it, the NBA, Adam Silver kind of brought up the same thing in that they want to change their review system. Yeah, because there's become a a tactical part of when and how to use your challenge. Yeah, this becomes less about. There's certainly a tactical level in where, when, or where you use it, mm-hmm. but when you when it's no longer boxed in, that does make it a lot easier, and your I likelihood of because everybody's like, "Well, you want to see it for the end of the game?" So like, no, you you could use it at the beginning of a game on a scoring play, or a situation where you go from third and one to third and six. Yeah, are you are you certain that that's exactly what you want there? Yeah. And then I think this rule, it this should be a rule in, in all forms of football. But there needs to be a, a change in the way that we look at fumbles. Because the XFL is doing what I think is the correct rule here. If you fumble and it goes out of the end zone, they are going to mark it where you lost the fumble. Oh, It will not be a touchback. I think that is the st- Stupidest rule. It's the dumbest rule because it's... In all of sports. It's an oblong bog, man. Like, you don't know where this thing's going. Well, and... you and why, why are you rewarding the well, other team? No, you can't advance a fumble. Yeah. If you, lose, if you lose the fumble and you fumble forward and you recover it, guess where it goes back to? Where you fumbled. Where you fumbled. But only if it goes into the end zone, then at that point is it where the fumble... Uh, that that's always been dumb to me. It doesn't make any sense. The NFL in college it needs to go away. It has cost teams games. It's cost several teams games mm-hmm. at every single level. I think it is a stupid rule. I'm glad the XFL is doing away with it. And I hope you know it'll a- actually. You hope it happens so you can see it it play out in, in real time. Yeah, and you know what you 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 have a team that they do all of the work to get down there, mm-hmm. and a freak play like that happens. And the defense didn't make a play. No, they didn't. The ball, no, they didn't. The oblong ball just bounced. Yeah, or it, it goes out of bounds, and it should not, it should be a pen, It should be something that any other any other time the ball goes out of bounds on a fumble, does it go to the other team? No, no. So why does Never. it change when you get to the hundred yard line? Yes, yes. That has always been so dumb, and I nobody can give you a a good explanation as to why that is the rule. Yet that's it. Somebody was just trolling. Yeah. So. I and and I hope that that happens. I, I really do. I, I think that that is that's a great rule that you can see. It doesn't hurt the game. It actually will help the game certainly. And you know maybe we get guys reaching for the end zone again, which is always a cool play. And this thing is the, the, the whole idea of reaching for the end zone. There's a risk involved there, but the risk is what happened in the um, round before against the Ravens. Yeah, the risk is the defense scooping and scoring. Uh-huh. But they got to. Get the ball and take it back. That's the inherent risk, not you losing the ball into the end zone and it being a touchback. Yeah. It's very dumb. I'm here for it. Um, We have uh, changes to the kickoffs, too. 
Um, they want to encourage more returns on kickoffs. Um, so only the kicker and the returner on kickoff plays will be allowed to move until the ball is caught or after the ball has been on the ground for at least three seconds. That's really weird. The on the ground for three seconds. Yeah. Is somebody I don't timing un- that? Uh, uh, yeah, I guess. You're going to have like a horn in the stadium. It's just one of the officials going one, one thousand, two. You know, it's the same yeah. as the NBA refs counting the the, the counting back five violations. Yeah, yeah. At the start of the kickoff, both teams are going to line up five yards apart from each other. So you're taking away those big collisions, like like we thought. Um, but you are getting returns back in the game. I imagine we're going to have a lot of kickoff returns for touchdowns in the with this format. But which is probably I'm, what they want. I'm actually I'm for here that. for it. I, I'm here for you kickoffs know, and you know what I miss? Points. Not just that. Josh Cribbs. Dante Hall. Twice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Josh Cribbs had two in one game. Remember that? That was oh, crazy. That's right. Like Josh Cribbs, Dante Hall, those guys were incredible. Yes. They were they were real weapons. We have phased out special teams weapons. Yeah. Devin Hester stayed in the league because of how good he was as a return man, not as a DB and or wide receiver. Yeah. Uh, so XFL, you're doing something right. This th- this is why I like this stuff because it does push the NFL. Yeah. It does like when the NBA when they have competing stuff or, the, or they they test stuff out in the G League. In minor leagues, we we have all the rule changes in Major League Baseball this year because they tested them in, yeah. in minor leagues. This 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 innovation, this ingenuity, like this is willing to do this. I like it. I like it, in, in, particularly because of this exact thing. How many how many XFL? Here's the the, the inherent issue, though. Is how many XFL players can you name right now? Do you like? Do you know any XFL players? He hate me. Paxton Lynch. Paxton Lynch is one. Yeah. Do you know any? Do you can you? I name have not any? looked. I have not looked at the roster. You now. don't know any no. XFL players. That's just the one that I remember from looking at it the other. Do you day. remember Paxton Lynch? All right. I have. I have a game. Don't look it up. Stop looking it up. Stop looking it up. You're going to cheat on this game. I know you're going to cheat on this game. Um, we we will play this play this game XFL or NFL. Okay? You know I'm going to cheat on this game. I'm looking up cheap Raiders gear. I I, I know. I know where. I know where this is headed. <laughs> I because I was floored when I was like, wait, he's in the NFL and he's not? Alright, 503-864-6326. You know what that is? That's the fan text line. That's also the number to call right now if you want to win two tickets oh. to go see Disturbed and Breaking Benjamin at the RV In-Style Resorts Amphitheater July 15th, courtesy of Live Nation. You can visit 1080thefan.com for complete contest details. Again, 503 503- 864-6326. Caller number five is going to see Breaking Benjamin and Disturbed at the RV InStyle Resorts Amphitheater July 15th. All right. XFL or NFL next. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. So what exactly is the show about? It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Danny and Dusty on the fan. Okay. Russ gets me with a song every time. You think you think regulators? I'm always thinking regulators every single time. I know it's not, but it gets me every single time. Yeah, uh, he gets me to think of uh, Michael McDonald now every time I hear mm. regulators. Come on, you know you want to sing it. Not in love <laughs> I knew you wanted to sing it. All right. Are you guys ready to, to play the new fun game of NFL or XFL? Yes, let's do this. Okay. All right. Uh, Kim Maestro, uh, please fire up some music when you find some. Um, we have some text on the last one at uh, 503-864-6326, the new fan text line. Um, the defense gets the ball when fumbled out of the end zone because it's their end zone, not the offenses. It's different from everyone everywhere else on the field because the offense gets six points if they cross that line, the goal line. That means a, a lot for both sides. Yeah, but riddle me this, Batman. Why is a fumble out of bounds anywhere else on the field goes if, to the same team where he fumbled? It's their side of the field once you cross 50. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's a good point. Hey, All right, uh, let's start here. Uh, XFL or NFL? Come on down. All right. Uh, do you guys remember uh, University of Miami quarterback Derek King transferred from University of Houston? Houston. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the first NIL recipient ever. Mm. XFL or NFL? I'm going XFL. Yeah, I'm going to go XFL. That is correct. He is going to, uh, he plays for the D.C. Defenders. D.C. Defenders. Still a better name than the Commanders. That's a great point. All right. Um, how about uh, former Oregon offensive lineman George Moore? George Moore, former Oregon offensive lineman, all Pac-12. I'm going to go read. NFL. I'm going to go XFL. He is a member of the Arlington Renegades. Ah. Arlington Renegades. Uh, what about former Oregon State offensive lineman Sean Harlow? Sean Harlow. NFL. Yeah, I'm going to go NFL. He, he plays for the Arizona Cardinals. You, you guys go. are good. You guys are good at this. These are kind of hard. Uh, what about former Oregon State running back B.J. Baylor? That sounds like an XFL man. I'm going NFL. He plays for the Atlanta Falcons. I had no oh, idea B.J. Baylor really? plays for the Atlanta Falcons. I did not either. Jeff Rust batting 100 here. Yeah, just crushing all right. Regular freaking Albert Pujols up right. here. <laughs> what about former Washington State running back Max Borgie? One of the best dual threats running backs that Pac-12 Oh, this one's tough because he did have time in the NFL. I'm going XFL. I'm going to say he's still in the NFL. He was cut three different times from the NFL. He plays for the Houston Rockets. Ah, I thought you were going to give me the jinx there. All right. What about uh, former Oregon receiver Johnny Johnson? He's on a practice squad in the NFL. Yeah, I'm going to go with the NFL as well. Plays for the Houston Texans. Hey! Practice squad. <laughs> uh, Lake Ridge High quarterback, Syracuse University. He was, I believe, the MVP of the Senior Bowl. Mm. Eric Dungy. XFL. XFL. He also plays for the D.C. Defenders. There you go. God, I thought this was hard. Uh, former Oregon outside linebacker Justin Hollins. All-Pac-12 linebacker. XFL. NFL. 
He plays for the Green Bay Packers. Ooh! Literally batting a thousand still. My goodness. Alright. What about uh former University of Washington standout Corey Littleton? Position? Ooh. Outside linebacker or inside linebacker. Uh, NFL. XFL. That is your first miss. Yeah. Not only is Corey Littleton a, a member of an NFL team, uh, he makes over $10 million. Yes, he is. <laughs> All right. Well, so when I miss, I miss big. <laughs> you do. When you do, you do miss big. All right. What about uh, former Oregon State running back Artavis Pierce? XFL. Uh, NFL. He's on a cold streak. He plays for the D.C. Defenders. D.C. Defenders really good. Gobbled up everybody from Oregon. Because he was, uh, I want to say he was on the Bears. He was. Yeah. He was. Um, All right. Josh Gordon, troubled wide receiver. XFL. Yeah. I I know this one for sure. XFL, yeah, because I did see this one the other day. He's playing for the Seattle team. He plays for the Seattle Sea Dragons. Which Which is a thing. Looks a lot like a forest dragon. All right. Uh, Former Washington quarterback, Jake Browning. XFL. Yeah, I'm going to go XFL. He is one of Joe Burrow's backups in Cincinnati. Really? Right the hell out of town. <laughs> I didn't know that either. My goodness. Uh, Brett Hunley, UCLA. He's still in the NFL, isn't he? Right? He was back in there. He oh. was really bad, though. Oh, so Packers. I'm still going I'm gonna, NFL. Oh, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm going to go XFL. He is your Vegas Vipers yeah. starting quarterback. Damn it. I remember he. they put him out there for a couple games, and he was really bad in the NFL, and I think that was his undoing. Okay. Uh, former Washington State receiver, River Craycraft. There's not a more XFL name if, if it existed. I'm going to say XFL just because of the name. I'm going NFL. I know he had some time there. He plays for the Miami Dolphins. Hey! Yeah. Um, A.J. McCarron. XFL. XFL, yeah. He was on an NFL roster this year, but he is the starting quarterback for the St. Louis Battlehawks of the XFL. Great name. That sounds like it sounds like a name of a fake team in a movie or an, an arena football team. Yes, uh, the pride of James Madison University, Ben DiNucci. He's still in the NFL. He's on somebody's practice squad. He has to be uh, XFL. Seattle Sea Dragons. Wow! Yeah. Yeah, he was playing for the Sea Dragons. Ian Book, former Notre Dame quarterback. This feels like the one that should be NFL, but I'm going to say XFL. I'm going to go with NFL, though. Backs up Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia. I should have stayed with it. I knew yeah. it. Yeah. Um, you guys are doing really well on this. Okay, I'll give you uh, one last one. From Oregon State receiver Victor Bolden. Ooh, he's bounced around a ton, yeah. but I think he's still... I'm going to say NFL. I'm sticking with NFL. Denver Broncos. Yeah. Guys, you did really well. He did... rusted did really rusted. well. Yeah, well, he went on a cold streak, and you were heating up. Yeah. You got all of the ones that he got right. So, uh, way to go, guys. You guys know your XFL, but that also goes to show there's, there's a lot there's of talent. guys yes. that you sit there and you're like... I can't believe he's on an NFL yeah. team. Jake Browning's... Jake Browning's on an NFL yeah. team? And... You know, you got A.J. McCarron, Brett Hundley, Danuch, Ben Danucci. Mm-hmm. Eric Dungy's always been a guy. I I don't know why he's never gotten chances, but he ended up at Syracuse. That's probably why. 
out out of Lake Ridge, and uh, he was that close to getting to the Elite Eleven. It, it falls off. The, the list after Donovan McNabb is pretty, pretty terrible. Uh, remember Greg Paulus, former Duke basketball player. Yeah. Yeah, he was a quarterback he, in Syracuse. He, uh, yes. He, he, oh, I think I just made your point. Yes. I, I think I just made your point. <laughs> Damn. All right. But uh, they did really good with that McNabb guy. Hey, let's go to the NFL. Yeah, they had a good run. Uh, they had that that Freeney guy there, the Harrison guy there. They were pretty good for a while. That Jim Brown, I guess he didn't really play with those other guys, but he's a Syracuse guy too. <laughs> He did all right. <laughs> yeah, I guess he was okay. He was okay. All right, let's get to uh, – we have some news out of the NFL. Um, coordinator on the move, and Casey's apparently already got their guy. Here's Rust with SportsCenter. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. <laughs> I love Come this. I feel like this is what Andy Reid's playing right now in his office. The pina colada. <laughs> Cheeseburger. Virgin Pina Colada. Somebody's stealing away his offensive coordinator. That's right. Commanders are uh, hoping to finalize a deal with Eric Bieniemy, the OC of the Kansas City Chiefs. I think this is great uh, for Bieniemy and for the Commanders. And heck, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world for the Kansas City Chiefs either, uh, because Matt Nagy is going to be the guy that they're likely to promote to their offensive coordinator post who had it six years ago before he got the Chicago Bears head coaching job. Full so, circle. Yeah, he's going to get re-promoted right back in. That offense is pretty good with Nagy in it, too. Um, but I think that it's great for Eric Bieniemy because now he gets out from under the wing of Andy Reid and can prove to people it it wasn't Andy Reid, it was me. Yeah. It Or it will validate the concerns that teams had in hiring Eric Bieniemy. We're going to find one way or another whether or not Eric Bieniemy will have a head coaching opportunity here in the next couple of seasons of him being in Washington with the Commanders. Now he's going to get the opportunity to design, implement, and call mm -hmm. the offense. Because that wasn't the case under Andy Reid. No. It's Andy Reid's offense that you help coordinate. Yes. You are not building it. You are not implementing it during the week. You are not calling the plays. And even if you are, you're running them through Andy Reid, who has ultimate authority on said plays. Yep. You are you you now get to be the the god of the offense. That's right. Going to Washington. And Taylor Heineke, you've got a new coordinator. <laughs> oh, Taylor Heineke. Oh, they've got to get a new coordinator. Oh, are they right? a team that maybe make a call to Derek Carr's agent? Yeah, yeah, because they've got weapons. They, yeah, they got they get McLaren is is Terry McLaren is a guy that you would want to throw to Gibson's a, is, a, is a great option out of the backfield. Yeah, you got Brian Robinson as your running back, yeah. and then your tight end. Where they have a uh, Logan Thomas mm -hmm. as your tight end. Yeah, defensively they've got some tools. Chase Young should be finally healthy. Yeah, I mean they they've got holes. Certainly, but they've got 
yes, uh, you'd be kicked the tires on yeah, your car for sure. For sure, right? If your car, it's probably not the top of your list of places you no, want to go. No, but does BNME help? I think it, it's better than having Nathaniel Hackett in New York. And that might be a, a mark against the Jets. <laughs> Even if they have better tools and better weapons and on both sides of the ball, perhaps you're looking at that going, well, BNME did pretty good with uh, Mr. Mahomes. Yeah, I hope that this this is the 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 kick, the autonomy that Eric Bieniemy needs to to prove himself and become a head coach in the National Football League. It, I mean, I I really do. I think Andy Reid, in the presence that he has, especially after the failures that Nagy had when he went to Chicago mm-hmm. and was with the Bears, I think that may be what's holding back Eric Bieniemy from getting a job is just being in the shadow of one Andy Reid and two Patrick Mahomes. They make anybody look good. You don't have Patrick Mahomes to cover up your warts and your play calling. And now you can say, no, I I can do this on my own too. And uh, good for him in in going out and doing it. It kind of sucks that he had to, but look, there's the rumblings that he hasn't been a great interviewer when he's gone in, mm-hmm. in in for these jobs. And I don't know how, but guys like Nathaniel Hackett, for whatever reason, they blew away the the interview in, in Denver. I, I don't know how, but you hear those are the rumblings that you hear. Now, dude, go and in, in have this offense kick ass. Go get a head coaching job. And if that happens, then good for Eric Bieniemy, man. I've seen a lot of the the idea that he won't he's not getting hired because he's a black coach. Yeah. Brian Flores was just offered the head coaching gig in Arizona. He turned it down. Dude, nobody should want that. Joe. No. But that's, it's kind of like my point. I in the past you can make the claim uh-huh. and not even make the claim. You could state outright that people of color were not being hired because they weren't who they looked like interviewing with. Sure. That is not wholesale the case anymore in the NFL. No. And look, if I do believe that Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, those were just as just as as daunting, if not bigger, uh, for Eric Bieniemy to prove himself. This is going to be great. The fact that he has to prove himself more than other guys, though, that's the messed up part. That's yes, that part, it, and that is real. Yes, that is real. But the whole idea of him, he's being passed over because of the color of his skin. I, it's harder for me to say that particularly with the microscope on in the NFL nowadays. Well, wasn't there a narrative, too, that maybe he's getting passed over because he's kind of a pain in the arse? He is. And last year, yeah. the the Chiefs almost parted ways with him. They almost did not renew his contract last year. Um, the idea that was of a conversation that they had. Being difficult to work with was like, well, yeah. 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 And here's the thing. There's a lot of white guys in the NFL get kicked no. to the curb for being difficult to work with. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Nathaniel Hackett lost his job because he couldn't control a locker room. Yeah. Like, that's that's how this works. And if you can't command a locker room, you can't command your quarterback's respect, you can't build on something, then, yeah. And if you, if those rumblings are already out there about you before you step into that role, that's a tough sell. So you've got to go to Washington and prove it. Yeah. Sell it. Yeah. Yeah. Go do it, man. This, that's what this is. This is an opportunity, wholesale, to go sell it. In a division that I think he can. I think he can. I think that that division, look, the Cowboys' defense is really damn good, but you're in a conference where we were talking about this yesterday. They may not have quarterbacks settled uh, in Washington, 
outside of Philadelphia. Nobody else in the NFC does either. Nobody is rock solid. Dak Prescott is a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he is good, but not great. Jalen Hurts is the best quarterback in the NFC right now. And these things can always change and always evolve. And we may have a guy take a, a massive step or a rookie may come out of nowhere, whether that's you know Desmond Ritter in Atlanta or they go and they draft somebody else. Um in Chicago as the number one overall pick and takes over for Justin Fields or Justin Fields makes a big jump. I mean, you you will see that. Who who is the quarterback in San Francisco is going to be fascinating for me because that's one of the big, we haven't talked about Derek Carr. You should go and take a visit there. Get, get, get the can on that one. Could Trey Lance end up coming back healthy and have something click uh, for him? I mean, could, that could Heineke be a guy very who is, ends up being better with a better coordinator? You would hope. You would hope. I mean, just throwing it out there. Yeah. I mean, we we like to poke fun at Kirk Cousins a lot, but you could argue Kirk Cousins third best quarterback in the NFC. Yeah, and that's disgusting. Yeah, it sure is. I don't like that. It sure is. It sure, sure is. All right, uh, we get you set for what's coming up uh, later on today. We've got, we've, oh, this is actually kind of a big announcement here. Uh, Danny and Dusty on the fan. Dad's going for it. You're in the room. Shut up, Ted. This stepmom is cute, though. Shut up, Ted. Remember when I asked you to the prom? Shut up, Ted. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, The Fan. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Bill's stepmom was hot. Yeah. Who was that? I don't know. Not sure. I don't know. Uh, we'll have to go back and, and look that up. All right, uh, why? I'm guessing it's the anniversary of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. 34 years ago today. Most excellent. <laughs> Wild God. Stallions. 27 years ago on Happy Gilmore was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 34 on Bill and Ted. Yeah, it makes me feel old. You would have oh. got me on that one. I would have thought the gap would have been larger than seven years I would between have too. Bill and Ted and, and Happy Gilmore. It's because when we were kids, it seemed a lot bigger. Yeah. I love that movie. And I think that was like one of the first movies where my dad kind of looked at me and was like, okay, he's starting to get these things. Like he's starting, he's starting to get these jokes and understand these jokes as I was a massive fan of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Bogus Journey. Yes. I think Bogus Journey gets a bum rap. I liked Bogus Journey as well. I mean, it wasn't quite the disparity between, like, Fletch and Fletch Lives. No. You know? No, 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 yeah. no. But it gets lumped in that as, like, uh, the era of terrible sequels that were money grabs. Yeah. It was okay. And the the most recent one, it, it was decent. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. It was decent. It could have been a lot worse. You know what? <laughs> That's a great way to put it. Yeah. It could have been a lot yeah. worse. Considering reboots, it could have been worse? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I, I've got a long list of things that I need to watch or want or will watch while I'm down for a couple of weeks. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll add that one to the list. It's nice to see the you know the buy-in that Keanu still had for it, though, because he didn't... You he know, loved it. He could have just skated through that. Yeah, no, he, he loved that franchise. He's talked about it yeah. so much. That's why he's a national treasure, and he needs to be protected at all costs. All costs. All costs. Yes. Keanu Reeves. And John Wick 4 comes out next month. Oh, does it really? Yeah. 
Yeah, and all the John Wicks have been great. I didn't even know they had a John Wick 4 coming yeah, out. It's oh, coming yeah. out next month. I didn't month. even know that was in production. Yep. Oh, yeah. Did you not watch the end of John Wick 3? No, I did. Oh, yeah. But Let's set it up, baby. You never know. You never oh. know. Like things could just end. Yeah. And that's that's those first three there. I mean, there wasn't a letdown. There's no drop there. off in those things. Yeah. Ian McShane, okay. ten out of ten. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. Every yeah, time I see movie. Ian McShane in anything, I'm like, I will watch this. I'm gonna have to Google who Ian McShane is. He's, he's the like manager. The, yeah. And, and oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, he's great. No great voice, great presence. Yeah. Sly, sarcastic. Yeah, he is fantastic. Witty. I had no idea what his name was. Oh yeah. No. Love Ian. Could have got you could have got me on that one. Never would have known. All right, uh, he's been married a lot too. Jeez Louise, God, is he one, one of those? One of those, huh? Yeah, yeah. He's been he's been uh, he's been busy. That's for sure. All right, um, we've got a. This is a big announcement here. Dun 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 dun. We need some music. Isaac Rop is back. Hey, whoa, whoa. Prime time with Isaac and Sook will be with Isaac and Sook today. And Buck is even here. Buck decided to show up today. We got the whole shebang. We got to get these in while we can because you're going to be out for a long time in the month of March. And so am I. <laughs> yeah, no, there's going to be a week where it's going to be Danny and Dusty brought to you by somebody. Us. But yeah, uh, Isaac <laughs> and Soup will be in today to give you sport. I have, here's my theory, my conspiracy theory here. Very suspicious that Rop shows up after Tiger Woods has finally been eliminated from the Genesis. Mm. I think he was just in golf. I think uh, Tiger Watch. Tiger Watch. He was doing practice rounds. He was he was locked into all of it. That's my conspiracy theory. Is that now that Tiger's eliminated, he's like, oh, yeah, fine, I'll finally come to work. That tracks. Yeah. 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 And so he's here. He's he is here today. Uh, your two did, afternoon, did he put his red and black away for the weekend? Your two afternoon dads are here from 3 till 7 p.m. All right? So you got that. Um, we also have one more thing to celebrate today. And this was weird because a couple days ago it came out that this man donated $10 million to the Make-A-Wish Foundation uh, so more kids could go see John Cena because John Cena has done, like, it's like 700. I think it's like 800. Oh, and it's like the most of it, anybody it, by it's, far. It blows everybody else out of the water. Yeah. He is, again, national treasure needs to be protected at all costs. John yes. Cena. Yes. He is fantastic with that. Michael Jordan turning 60 years old today. And one of, well, not one of the greatest commercials. Whether you want to go this Gatorade commercial, whether you want to go. Playing horse with Larry Bird Larry and McDonald's Legend. commercial. That one's fantastic. The or Mars the Super Bowl commercial. The Mars commercials with Spike Lee. It's got to be it's the gotta shoes. Be shoes. The Hitler stash and the Haynes commercials on the plane, <laughs> which was that's a weird one. That's but kind of the low point, but people remember it. Mm-hmm. Energizer commercial. Uh, was he? What battery was he? I don't know. Did it have a bunny? No, it didn't. And it wasn't Energizer. No, it wasn't Energizer. Duracell? That's why I stopped myself. I don't think it was Duracell either. I think it was the third brand. What, like Rayovac? I don't know. I'm even forgetting the battery commercials that he was in. But you also got the uh, upcoming quasi-biopic on uh, Jordan uh, and Air Jordan. And Air. Yeah, that's right. Who's playing Michael Jordan in that? I know Ben Affleck. You see him Damon. from behind in like one of the trailers. I think they're hiding that, but if you IMDb it, I'll is it you can find Michael it. Michael Jordan Jr.? I'm going to go with Michael B. Jordan. 
That would be kind no, of No, you can't do Michael B. Jordan. Is it going to do Marcus Jordan? Who's dating Lara Pippen? Which is... Larsa? Larsa Pippen, which has got to be weird for all parties involved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that little kid when you, you see your, your, your uncle who's not your uncle with a hot wife. You're like, all right. And then actually making that come true. The, the, the real head scratcher for me for that movie is, is, is old Ben Affleck as, as Uncle Phil. But he does kind of get it. He, he he fits it. He fits he fits that more than uh, Matt Damon as Sonny Vaccaro. That that one makes zero sense. <laughs> Matt Ben Affleck, especially especially when you look at the old pictures of Phil, like when he had his it's little curly hair. Pretty spot on. It is. It, it's, yeah. It's 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 but actually Sonny, better than I thought. Not even there's no. nothing you could do no. with Matt Damon to make him no. remotely. Solid. I want to know who's who's Tinker Hatfield in that because is that who I saw Jason Bateman's in it. You Noah, that's actually but a really good point. That's not, I don't no. think it's Jason Bateman. Although Jason Bateman, if they wanted to, I could see him pulling off a Tinker Hatfield look. But uh, who's going to be Tinker Hatfield is the big one for me. Go yeah. ahead. I don't know. I'm, I'm watching the trailer I'm, for I'm that. literally looking mm-hmm. right now. So We're Watching the trailer for that movie, and it felt like a fake movie trailer within a TV show. I loved so much. Oh, there's no, there's no Tinker. No Tinker Hatfield. No, uh, so they're not going to have the person. Bateman is Strasser. Rob Strasser. Okay, they're not going to have the man who designed, designed all, all of Jays. the shoes. Yes, which seems like a pivotal role in the movie about the shoe. Sounds like a touch of an oversight. I go back to the when I was on the sidelines as Oregon was warming up for a game this past year, and they filing in all the recruits, and you had recruits in in their Jordans in Jordan gear. And they all walked right past Tinker Hatfield, and none of them understood the well, person who they were walking the by. The person that they were walking by is responsible for the shoes on their feet and the Jordan brand. And I, I was just like, "Huh?" Like they all knew who Phil was. They did. They had no idea who Tinker Hatfield is. Which that is a life for Tinker Hatfield. All that money and nobody knows who he is. He can nobody. go wherever he wants, do whatever he does. Yeah. And it's like uh, John Stockton when he was at the Dream Team. Yeah. If you watch, like, he's talked about it a few times. Dude. The rest of the team got mobbed when they were in Spain. Yeah. He could walk with his family everywhere the fanny pack and nobody knew who he was. And he could be the biggest swinging D in any room when he walks in. That's awesome. We had uh, Tinker at NBC um, filming an- another hit and I-, I had to do everything in my power to be like, don't talk to him, don't talk to him, don't talk to him, don't talk to him. Because I wanted to be like, I have so many questions about Jordans, and I yeah. just couldn't do it. It's awesome. All right. Um, we'll be back on Tuesday. We are off Monday. It's a holiday. I'll okay. see you cats on Wednesday. We are gonna going to respect the president. My kids have a four-day weekend, so I took that Tuesday off, too. Huh. We're heading down to the coast. Nice. Coast. You know, check out the the, at- the new uh, the new and improved uh Goonie House? Yeah, no, we no. might do that. There you go. All right. Oh, yeah. Gonna go leave a fish on the doorstep. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you see, if you see our producer at Manzanita Pizza, there, I'll be doing the truffle shuffle make out sure, front. Make sure you get down to Rockway and play some Zoltar. Yeah, That's right. All right. Uh, up next, prime time with Isaac and Suk. Yeah, they're both here. Isaac and Suk. Yeah. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Tuesday on the fan. Mm, bye. Strange things are afoot at the Circle K.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.